This is Valerie Van Boeven with the Senior Care Industry Netcast, where leaders with three or more years of experience share their advice. So let's get to it. In a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. My name is Gabriel DeArmas. I'm part of family-owned and operated Omenstead here in Miami. I do the business development and the community outreach. Awesome. You need all of that. The business development and the community outreach is like number one. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, what is the best thing about serving aging adults? Um, aside from the the knowledge and the wisdom that that, that they share, uh, it's just an overall good feeling. You know, we, we come from a large family, so it's natural for both my sister and I. Uh, my mom had me at 45 years old, and she's 90 now, so she's still dropping dimes uh, and lessons on us. Yep, absolutely. I'm sure. And I think that uh, we, if we sit and just listen for a while to our seniors, our, our parents, our grandparents, uh, we can learn a lot. They've been through a lot in their years, and uh, we can learn a lot about being tough, <laughs> especially if they're and 95. Being, and being present. Yes. Just there, were no, there weren't all those distractions like we have now. That's right. Uh, what other successful leaders or organizations in your area, and you're in Miami, right? You're in a Miami location. Um, uh, there's probably organizations in that area or nationwide or other leaders in your area that have really inspired you. And you think, man, these people just do a great job. Who would you like to talk about? Gosh, um, early on, I joined the Coral Gables Chamber of Commerce. I did that for a very long time, still a member, but no longer involved on the board or chairing any events. I am still a South Miami uh, Rotarian, which is a nationwide, worldwide organization. As a matter of fact, before this call, I just got off a a Zoom meeting for Rotary. And Rotary um, really set kind of like a leadership path for me, uh, along along with the chamber. And then lastly, uh, I would say the Gentleman's Journal. The Gentleman's Journal is an organization Uh, here founded in Miami. And um, it is family first, business second, honor above profit and be your brother's keeper. So they focus on uh, being a good man at home, you know, and being a a good entrepreneur and being a good representative for your community. Nice. All three very um, reputable organizations that have done so much for so many. And I know uh, Rotary is you know the the population of Rotary in some areas is getting older. We need more people, more young people to get involved with Rotary and to really step up. It's a great learning experience, like you said, and uh, we need some younger skin in the game <laughs> for Rotary. And that's really really where the Gentleman's Journal has kind of um, allowed for some of those younger folks that may you know may not really even know what Rotary is. Um, and, you know, the, the journal does a lot of kind of reflective, uh, really build on oneself and, and learning from, from, from other, you know, men. And their model is really like iron sharpens iron. And if, if, yeah. if you really are, are not afraid to get uncomfortable, then we're there to forge better men. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Very nice. Yeah. All right. You. I would imagine now you're in Florida. So we know Florida has been wide open for a long time. 
as far as our pandemic in the last two years. But marketing strategies have still had to change a little bit. I know there are probably facilities and areas where you could just walk in freely before and now you kind of got to say, well, wait a minute. (laughs) Uh, So how how have things changed for you as far as marketing in the last 18 to 24 months? Gosh, in the very beginning, it was the unknown. Um, we know a whole lot more, but it's still, you know, kind of touch and go. Not as bad. But in the very, very beginning, Valerie, the hospitals were closed. They were off limits. Um, I was still able to get in because of the relationships that I have. And I remember maybe in the first three months uh, when things were really bad, I would still go in and drop things off at the social work department or at certain nursing stations. And I'll never forget a good friend of mine there, a social worker said, Gabe, what are you doing here? And I said to her, what are you doing here? We have the same mission. You're working, right? I said, well, I'm serving also. So um, since then, what I do uh, in, in order to change, we've I've hired someone offshore. I use a company called Get Staffed Up. I have a wonderful assistant who uh, helps me do a lot of my search engine optimization. She does a lot of, uh, helps me with my marketing, editing videos. Uh, And she, as a matter of fact, her anniversary is this month. So it's a one year anniversary uh, for her. She's been great. So that's helped us to be able to continue to try to grow our workforce because that's been a challenge for everybody across the board. All service industries are having a hard time with their workforce. Um, And so that was a move that my sister and I made, um, and we thank Get Staffed Up for that, and they're wonderful. So if anybody you know needs a, a plug, uh, let me know. I'd love to be able to help them with that. Um, and then continue to make those touches, you know, make those calls. Um, it's important to, if you have those relationships and build those relationships, you know, send a text, send an email, um, have things delivered to those organizations. So you don't have to personally go, but you're still making that contact. Uh, A good example is every Valentine's Day, we deliver chocolate-covered strawberries. We've been doing that for, I don't know, 15 years. So I just placed the order. I just got the bill right before I opened your email. I saw the bill. I was like, oh, God, everything is going up, even chocolate strawberries. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely the truth. There is no doubt about it that everything's gone up in price a little bit this year. So, but all of that is great. Thank you for sharing that great wisdom. You, you can't stop. You can't stop marketing. You can't, you can't stop reaching out. Even if your state is completely closed down, uh, you know, we keep saying, well, we hope that (laughs) that'll change in a minute, but then, you know, something else happens. So even early on on when they were doing, um, you know, support your, your local heroes. Mm-hmm. We would do things where we would do like a small parade throughout the hospital and they would come outside and, you know, I'd have home instead flags on my vehicle and blowing the horn. And that was like the first time I got to see a lot of my friends that were working inside the hospital because it's kind of like they were in a bunker, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. So whatever it is that you can do to show appreciation, I, I certainly sure. Absolutely. And they don't want you to get sick either. I mean, you're walking into a hotbed of insanity right there. So uh, they don't want you to get sick and, and they don't want anybody that doesn't have to be sick to be sick. So anyway, our, our hospital staff are overwhelmed. Our home care staff are, are definitely 
overwhelmed at times. And, you know, it's, it is, it's, it's all, it's affected us in so many different ways, but I would say that when you have an attitude like yours and you are still reaching out, just doing the best you can, you know, looking for creative alternatives to staff, hiring offshore, um, Mm -hmm. for, for online kind of stuff, doing all those things, you just got to keep moving. Eventually this will wear itself out. Um, you also get to, you're growing. You're yeah. growing. It's when you when you find yourself in a position where you say, "Oh my God, what are what are we going to do?" Mm-hmm. Um, you figure it out. Yes, you, you do. You figure it out. And and we've been you know we've been very fortunate. I mean, we even started doing our own training. We never used to do that. Now we're certifying our own home health aides. Yeah. Um, so you pivot and you move. Yep. Yep. You just gotta do what you can do. And people will say, "Well, how did you get through all that?" You did what you had to do to make it through. And, um, you know, especially you've been in this business a really long time. So you've seen other issues come up over the years, maybe not quite this big, but um, you've, you've been through other things. You've been through staffing issues. You've been through it all. So you know that there's a, there's a break in the clouds somewhere over there. So. Sure. Um, I mean, I think the worst prior to COVID was probably the recession, 2007, 2008, um, 2009, uh, but nothing, nothing like this. Right. I think I recall we've been around for a long time, too. And I I think I recall that when that recession happened, it seemed like it really hit our business a year or two after it hit everybody else. It kind of trickled down a little bit like we could see that the home care agencies who they some of them weren't going to make it. Some of them were, you know, either brand new or didn't have the right funding or were struggling to begin with. Right. And they just weren't going to make it. And we could see that as, as, uh, as time went on, but um, yep. You live through a lot of things if you can stick it out. So uh, what piece of advice would you give to other senior care providers? You've already given a lot, but. <laughs> Gosh, um, ask for help, you know? And I think me personally, I struggled asking for help. Um, and it's good to be able to talk to other organizations that are in the same field. You know, there are organizations that you're able to join um, where you can say, hey, how did you get through this? Or what are you doing differently? If you're part of a building like ours where you have nine or 10 floors, do a social hour. Let the people in your own building know that you are present and that you're there and that you're able to help them in navigating some really sticky stuff because that's what we do. You know, we help people through their life events. And um, it's important that you get that word out. It's important that people know that you exist. Talk to the person in your elevator while you're on your way up. You never know what you uh, where, where where you fit. That's right. You never know where a chance conversation could turn into business right. or a good relationship or whatever. So, yep, uh, helping others is definitely the way to go here. Helping, you know, asking for help, but then in return helping someone else. It always and also to Valerie. I it took me a few years to figure this one out. Um, don't be afraid to ask for the business. Yeah. Don't be afraid. If you're talking to a social worker, you're talking to a discharge planner. Um, it's great that they know you. It's great that they know you have a couple of kids. They know you're good people. You know a little bit about their personal life. Mm-hmm. But don't be afraid to say to them, hey, look, you know me well enough. Is there anyone on your floor or anyone on that roster that you think can benefit from some home care at home? And you'll be surprised what that's going to do for your business. Yes, absolutely. I I can rem- I was a discharge planner many many years ago as a nurse, not a social worker, but I was a discharge planner, and 
I, I, you know, when you're overwhelmed and you're trying to get people out the door, when someone says that to you, <laughs> it's like, yes, come here mm-hmm. with me for a second. Let me show you what I got. Um, and, and it just takes that, you know, is there anybody that we can help get home today? Yes, there yeah. is. Uh, please, please help them get home today because you're under the gun to get people discharged, which sounds horrifying, but it's the way things work. You also didn't have time to be chatty. You've got work to do. So if someone is coming up to you and offering solutions, you're going to think about it because you need to get that person out and you might need the bed for someone else. That's right. We even offer a discharge service where we'll pick you up from the hospital and we'll bring you home. We'll pick up your prescription and we'll go do some groceries. We'll clean out your refrigerator and wash some clothes. And that'll be a one-time thing. And that will lead eventually to to them saying, hey, I had a good first-time experience with Homestead. I'm going to call them again when I need you. That's a great tip right there. Discharge Mm -hmm. to home. How do you like to celebrate with your staff? Great week, great month, great year. How do you guys celebrate? Well, one thing that we do is if it's your birthday, you get the day off. You get a paid day um, here uh, if you're part of this team. Um, As far as our caregivers, if we call you on a Sunday and you bail us out, you're getting a gift card in the mail. Um, And one of the things that we do that um, is pretty cool is when they first join the, the family, they have a little sheet of paper that uh, asks them specific questions. You know, where do they like to go shopping? What's the favorite department store? Where do they do their groceries? Where do they fill up their car? What's your favorite color? Do you have a a favorite fragrance? Um, If you can go anywhere, where would you go? Uh, You know, things like that. Um, And then when you do get one of these amazing caregivers that that bails you out on a Sunday at 3 p.m., uh, or you get a night shift, someone who actually will do an overnight for you on a whim because a, 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 a caregiver got sick or a car broke down, you're able to go back to that file and look and send something personalized. And half the time, most of the time, they don't remember that they they fill that out. So they're like, how did you know? You know so. That is super. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good retention strategy too. Um, absolutely mm-hmm. rewarding people that go the extra mile that help you. You know, people are always asking, "What's a great retention strategy?" Being present for these folks and understanding them and their their lifestyle and the and what they need. It's not. It is about recognition, but if you get down to it, they need to feed their families and they need mm-hmm. to have peace of mind that they've got enough hours. Um, so helping them is, is incredibly important. I got a good one for the caregivers mm-hmm. that have children. We've been doing this one for years. We order complete school supplies. So when they come to get their checks, or we ask them to come and get their checks for the most part, if they have two or three kids, we give each child um, a set for school, you know, school supplies. And that comes with everything that they could possibly need for the school year. That is amazing. That is mm-hmm. yeah, because I have three children. Oh, they're 14, 15 now, but they, they, um, it's, it's a hundred dollars per kid here. Uh, almost just about a hundred dollars per kid. If you buy everything that's on those lists and right. they 
frankly don't use everything on the list. But the kids, no, they like, don't. Oh, I gotta use it. Yeah, this company prepackages everything. That's so perfect. they do, they send you the bundle and then you just hand it out, and that's definitely more economical. I know we have the opportunity to order those, and that is a better way to go. So that that's a, that's amazing. Can you imagine how much? money you have saved those families over the years in school supplies alone. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever thought of, you know, I don't think we've ever thought of that, but just the, the joy alone, the, it's just, it's so nice, you know, cause it's unexpected. Yes. Oh, you know, except what? for the yeah. ones that have been working us for a while, they'll always ask, are we getting school supplies again this year? <laughs> well, you know what, if you have somebody that's working for you that long that they ask year after year, then you know, you've done something right. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank you for sharing so much wisdom and joy. You guys do an amazing job, not only with your community, but also with your caregivers. So thank you for that. I appreciate thank it. Thank you for the opportunity. 